Coming up next on The Voice of Alabama Politics, Happy New Year, a look back at 2020. politics, where we tackle the tough issues so you have the hard facts. I'm your host, Bill Britt, and it's time to look back at 2020, the year that was. No one would call 2020 an easy year by any stretch of the imagination. In recent memory, it's hard to imagine a year more full of sorrow and sadness, death, and loss. But even with all that, the American spirit and Alabamians here at home have hope and continue to work towards a brighter future. Here at the Voice of Alabama Politics, it's been a tough year too. We've all lost loved ones. We've all suffered in our own separate ways, but together, we will be stronger and we are stronger. So let's look back now at some of the stories that mattered in 2020. You just keep taking on the tough issues, don't you? <laughs> and it's, it's a very serious subject. The uh, coronavirus, COVID-19 strand is here in Alabama. It's been here a lot longer than our public officials would have liked for us to know, but this week we did have on Friday one confirmed case. We understand there are more mm -hmm. cases. Susan, it has been a trying week for the people of Alabama mm -hmm. for the most part. Uh, we have seen the COVID-19 virus go in one week from one diagnosed case in Montgomery to 83 cases statewide. In an abundance of caution, today we are filming our show on a Friday with a very skeleton crew. Correct. You and I don't have to practice social distancing because we live together. Right. But we are doing that with uh, others and keeping our safe, our crew safe. And today I'm home with my beautiful wife and partner, Susan. Hey, how are you? Good. I mean, we're coming to folks today from beautiful, well, right outside beautiful downtown Atala. Yes, we are. And our family farm, a place we love dearly. We are doing our best to do what everyone should be doing, social distancing, to keep each other safe. Susan, we always start the show with we tackle the tough issues so you have the hard facts. And a lot of hard facts are facing us right now. The numbers are increasing exponentially in the state and it just keeps getting more and more. But let's go through the numbers as we know them Friday afternoon. Uh, as of Friday afternoon, we're, we're nearing 600 cases. Uh, you know, uh, Dr. Harris is saying that about eight to nine percent of those are being hospitalized, 
and about half of those are on an ICU. Not necessarily on ventilators, but in ICU. The scary thing, the staggering thing is we're increasing these numbers 40 to 50 a day right yeah. now. Yeah. And what the what the reality of that is, is it's taking so long to first get the test right. and then get the results from the test. Right. That's why they're stacking up pretty quickly. And again, this is why we have to social distance so that we flatten the curve so that our hospitals are not overwhelmed. One of the other things that is going on around here is uh, Governor Ivey announced that while we are not going to shelter in place, as uh, many cities in the state have done, including Birmingham and Tuscaloosa, she has done a statewide list of businesses or entities that should be closed, right, Susan? She has. Oh, we're talking about anything where people are in close proximity, uh, nail salons, barber shops, gyms, theaters, concert venues, uh, anything of that nature. She did mention that gun stores will not be closed. That was that was a question that was brought out. But anything where you're going to be in close, close proximity to someone or be touching them, uh, department stores, furniture stores, anything where you're going to be in close proximity, including spas or massage, any anything yeah. like that, has, yeah. has officially been closed. Susan, uh, they have closed uh, the schools, mm -hmm. all the schools. Uh, the year is over. And sort of, you know, kids are going hallelujah. Mama's going, oh my God. <laughs> Dads are sitting in the in the car, yeah. waiting for it all to end, right? Right. Health professionals, including Dr. Harris, the public health officer for Alabama, has said, Josh, it's not more testing. It's more people getting sick because they're not following the rules. Yeah, I mean, have we tried putting the light inside the body? Uh, I don't know if, uh, <laughs> uh, but. You know, in all seriousness... There are uh, people drinking Clorox, though. Yeah, well, that's, you know, you got to get it right inside there. And from my perspective, politics and public health do not mix. That's uh, like pouring gas on a fire. The, the only thing that's really winning from that conflict is the virus. So what I think we need to do is come together as a community of the state and our local communities to get the messaging straight to understand the basics of this virus and what we can do to mitigate its spread among our citizens. So let me take a moment and say what those instructions should be from this time forward. Number one, number one, stay at home when you can. Number two, when you go out, have a mask with you. Make sure that you're wearing a mask. Why? Because we know this virus has spread 90 plus percent through the respiratory route. If we're infected and we don't know it, we're spreading the virus every time we breathe, more so when we talk, more so when we talk loudly, more so when we sing or yell. And that can go out as far as 10 feet from where we wow. are. Wearing a mask keeps that self-contained. Will a mask help us from becoming infected from someone else? Maybe a little bit, but that's not enough to protect us. What we need is to protect our, our fellow citizens from this infection by wearing a mask. Governments will fail us. Institutions will fail us. But there is always hope. In Alabama, though separated physically, we should remain together in our fellowship of hope. So for me and Susan and all of us at the V, remain safe, have courage, and most of all, have hope. You're watching The V, the voice of Alabama politics. We'll be right back.
So you got caught speeding. But this time you got more than a ticket. What are you in for? Vehicular homicide. Stop speeding before speeding stops you. Drive safe, Alabama. A message from your Alabama Department of Transportation. hard to imagine, but now we look at 2020 and know that those who work in grocery stores, those who work behind the counter, fast food restaurants, those that deliver goods and services are everyday heroes. They kept working despite the pandemic. Then there are those politicians who kind of cut and run. But still, people pulled together, even though some of them wanted to pull us apart. The doctors, the nurses, the healthcare professionals and scientists that have helped see us through this pandemic. While we have miles to go, it's a good thing to remember where we've been. Another look back at 2020. Mike Hubbard was convicted on June 10th 2016. Mm -hmm. It is now the end of June 2020. And, and he is still not in jail. And this, Josh, goes to show that money and privilege and connections will keep you out of jail for a long, long time, even if you're a crook. But if you're poor or you're black, you can just you're never going to get this type of justice. Never. No, 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 no. You never would. Uh, you know, I, I, I can't even fathom, uh, you know, the, the idea of some of this stuff for, for regular folks. You know what I mean? Just the, the, that you can stay out after being convicted of 12 felonies. Because uh, that's what he was convicted of. 12 felonies. It wasn't like, you know, he was jaywalking, okay? It wasn't 12 jaywalking uh, convictions. He was 12 felonies. So we... We've done some more investigating into the Huntsville protest and the use of force against those mostly peaceful protesters. Uh, back in June 3rd, there was a protest that took place in Huntsville after 
a, a, a scheduled protest, and the police department of Huntsville and the Madison County Sheriff's Department dispersed the crowd using uh, tear gas, uh, pepper spray, and rubber bullets or, or beanbag projectiles. Interesting, uh, for uh, probably over a month or so, you've been calling for Governor Kay Ivey uh, to issue a statewide mask ordinance, and uh, this week she did just that. And it is because, Susan, the COVID-19 cases have skyrocketed because people are not following the basic guidelines of wearing a mask in public, washing their hands, social distancing, blah, blah, blah. It's just not happening. So she issued the statewide mask ordinance and immediately there was blowback from every conservative corner of the state. I mean, Tommy Tuberville came out and said he was against it. That's a leader uh, for you. You know, several other legislators and several uh, sheriffs have now come out and said they won't enforce it. Is this some kind of tough guy thing now, Josh? Do you have to be tough? I'm say Trump has started wearing a mask, people. No, I mean, well, just a little bit. It, it, no, it's it's some kind of a stupid person thing is what it is, okay? Uh, that's what it is. It really is. It, it is an IQ test that we have implemented here. And the people who are on the other side of this thing are, are some of the dumbest that we have in our society. Well, one of the things you do other than produce this show is you selectively, selectively work on political campaigns. And you uh, worked on Barrymore's successful congressional campaign. Uh, I know that at his victory party, he, he went on about you and how it wouldn't have been possible without your hard work. And of course, we know what kind of good work you do. Uh, you know, businessman Jeff Coleman had lots of the proper endorsements. Uh, had a lot of he, money. He had a ton of money. And yet, the campaign bested him by 20 points. I mean, that's really almost unprecedented to see a primary election. I mean, they were very close in the uh, in the in, in, in the prime, original primary, but the runoff was not even close. It wasn't even in the same ball ball game. It was not. It was, not. It was amazing. I'm going to tell you, I was amazed. He was amazed. Uh, this past week. The Department of Justice released another disturbing report mm -hmm. on Alabama's prisons in which they said that uh, the uh, officers at the prison, some of them were using excessive force. That's an understatement. Excessive force that the Department of Justice believes violates the Eighth Amendment, which is the amendment that says uh, that you know we do not inflict cruel and unusual mm -hmm. punishment on uh, prisoners. Um, please do the right thing. Follow these rules we put out there because of the way it affects the people around you. You know, staying home if you're sick, wearing a face covering yourself, um, washing your hands, staying six feet away from people. It's how you protect other people. You know, we, we hear these people who worry about their liberties and what we're ordering them to do. We're not trying to order you to do anything. We were asking you to please take care of the people around you, which is probably gonna be mostly the people you care about. And the teachers and the folks who responded, uh, the teachers that responded, 68%, Susan said, 
that they were very uncomfortable returning to school, very uncomfortable. Also in those numbers, they released how many teachers, support staff, uh, you know, aides and whatever. The, the, the numbers of those with uh, underlying conditions was staggering. I mean, most of them near 50% of all of the, the, so, I mean, you're not only putting the, the children's families in danger, you're putting your own staff in danger. This past week, the state went over 100,000 people who have uh, been infected by the disease. We are rapidly approaching 2,000 lives lost. Mm -hmm. We lost some uh, 1,000 Alabamians uh, last month. There are people that still think this is a hoax. 200,000 sick or infected and nearly 2,000 dead is not a joke. It's not a joke, and, and I tell people, Bill, you know, I'm a Republican, so you know some, some folks think differently on the Republican side, but I, I'm one of the few uh, that believes that wearing a mask is a good thing and washing your hands, being careful where you go, not getting in super large groups. Um, the virus is real. My parents have had three friends die in the last 30 days. Governor Kay Ivey appointed uh, State Senator Cam Ward to be the head of pardons and paroles. And Josh, as you wrote, nobody's complaining about seeing a man of that caliber heading up our Alabama Department of Pardons and Paroles. No, no, they're really not. And it's so, uh, it's so rare that you have a, an appointment like that to what has become a, a fairly controversial position in this state, given the, the status of our prisons uh, and the status over the last few months of our pardons and paroles board uh, under the leadership of, uh, you know, hang them high, Charlie Graddock over there. Alabamians are best positioned to make choices for Alabama. And Governor right. Ivey has made tough choices before, and she can make them again. And so really there is there is a foundational element to this to say you know we don't want to be a one size we don't want to have a one size fits all solution um additionally i would say it's really important we feel like to keep commerce moving and flowing and to keep people employed so that they can feed their families and and they can make good on other obligations and they can really work to help alabama continue to move forward mike hubbard is prisoner number one. Born through a party in the county jail. No, it's not funny, but finally justice will be served. You know, it's amazing that some of us have been reporting on Mike Hubbard's ne'er-do-well activities for years and almost a decade, and he, he finally will now become Alabama's prisoner number one. He, he, he is the most famous prisoner that the state prison has probably ever had. And he deserves that distinction because he built the state of Alabama and people in the state out of billions of dollars, betrayed public trust, and just was an all round nasty politician and nasty person, decrepit too. human being in my estimation. <laughs> no hard uh, feeling, uh, but uh, uh, yeah. Mike Hubbard wants out of jail because he suffered enough. If you can't do the time, don't do the crime. Okay, time's up. He's wearing a pink shirt. Call the fashion police. Lock him up.
You know, Mike Hubbard is sentenced to four years in prison, 16 years probation. He has, through his attorneys, asked that that sentence be reduced, Susan. And one of the main talking points they have is they say that Mike has suffered enough. Yes, they say. Well, you know, he lost his position as speaker. He lost his ability to vote. He had to sell his businesses. And I cited some book that a guy written, not the law, saying that, well, you know, well, the embarrassment of the arrest on his family and his children, and it should be enough. Josh, you buying that? No. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, you know, look, <laughs> as they have, as Republicans in this state, are very adamant to do. If you cannot do the crime, or you cannot do the time, do not do the crime. The, uh, it's gonna be a very unhappy Christmas for a lot of people. We have uh, more cases of infection from COVID-19, more deaths, Susan, and it just keeps climbing. It's not declining. And now we're going into the, probably the busiest season of all mm -hmm. and people Want to see family? They want to celebrate. It's going to be dangerous. Yeah, what we're beginning to see now is a result of Thanksgiving and all the gatherings that happened there, which is what they expected. They expected the numbers to start surging. We're averaging about 35 deaths per day in Alabama, and death totals are over 4,000, and they're increasing. I mean, we're hitting record highs above what it was this summer, way above, and even hitting records where we're increasing by 65% in COVID cases just in a week. You're watching The Voice of Alabama Politics. We'll be right back. And look at some more of 2020. Your career isn't a job. It's a journey. Your next job could lead to bigger things, and you're in charge of how fast and how far you want to go. At alabamaworks.com, you can connect with employers and start working right now. Then chart your path forward with training and career planning tools. That next paycheck is great, but it's only the beginning. Start a great success story at alabamaworks.com. You'll never guess what 400,000 people in the U.S. were using when they crashed their cars last year. No, not this. This. Distracted driving will kill you. Drive safe, Alabama. A message from your Alabama Department of Transportation. Here at Alabama Politics, we take politics serious. Not ourselves so much. We like to laugh a bit, even if it's at our own expense. Let's look back at some of those funny moments, off guard and unafraid. Some people just aren't taking this disease seriously. <laughs> Wake up, goobers. Susan Brett, editor at APR and research guru extraordinary. Nary. Nary. Yeah. And Susan Brett, my constant companion. How are y'all doing? Good. I, I thought, what? I thought I was your constant companion, but uh, okay. <laughs> y'all are on the phone enough to, to warrant that. For sure. That's for sure. There's a call for early budget hearings. Senator Dale Marsh breaks it down. 
Uh-uh. That won't work. No? Why not? Because, you see, you gotta raise the axle above the cannon faucet when you put it in the celery. You just can't take a feel and lifts up the wheel when the bang comes on and fall with celery. Put a little sabrifers in it. Otherwise, what have you got? Well, it always worked before. Makes sense to me. Governor Kay Ivey issues a mask ordinance. Some people aren't happy. It's unhappy. So am I. Stooges? Crybabies? Both? Josh, how are you doing? Oh, oh I'm great. I'm great. Back in the uh, state of Alabama. Uh, so we're, yeah. uh, we're doing okay. Well, they did try to stop you at the border, I hear, but it was not, they could not keep you out. That happens sometimes. How are you, Charlie? I'm great. How are you? I was going to ask, have you and Elizabeth Warren been shopping together lately? <laughs> did you do the dance? Did you do the... <laughs> Coach Tommy Tuberville thinks $600 a week for emergency unemployment is way too much. What does he really want? Other people's money. Oh, he used to be in the investment game. That's what it is. Mo money. The Department of Corrections told me don't bother to call them anymore. They couldn't do anything yeah. about it, so there you no. go. Jonathan, I know y'all y'all do a lot of online shopping as well. We do. Uh, I, I've, uh, I wish I owned some stock in Amazon. I might consider doing that. <laughs> it's doing really well right now. I say that every day. And we'll see you at the polls. <laughs> oh, everybody loves me. I don't. Yeah, 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 yeah right. You, um, you keep on believing, brother. Got my newest Trump hat. Uh, got my Trump gold playing cards. Uh, Thank you for watching The V. You watch us because we watch them. Before we say goodbye to 2020 here at the Voice of Alabama Politics, one hymn has stayed in my mind throughout all these troubling days. Let's close out the show with Amazing Grace. Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. Voice of Alabama Politics. Happy New Year. <laughs>